Hi guys and welcome back to the Weekly Live podcast. I am Lucy Evans and this is the podcast dedicated to helping you live a healthier and happier life physically as well as mentally in a way that is realistic and most of all sustainable long term. It is my mission to humanise the female fitness industry and I love that you are here with me on this journey. Hi guys and welcome back to another weekly lift podcast. These come around so quickly and I even was on top of myself last week and recorded quite a bit ahead of time so it's been quite a while since I've recorded a podcast comparison to normal and it still came around really quick. Anyway, um, today I am in one of those moods where everyone and everything is just irritating me. Um, you know when just like the slightest things annoy you that wouldn't normally annoy you and you just don't really have that patience or tolerance for anyone. Um, so I have to admit it's taken a lot of effort to record this podcast today but It's hormones, guys. I'm due on my time of the month and I always get like this around this kind of time. So at least there's an explanation as to why I'm feeling like an aggy bitch today. So today's podcast is all around mindset towards your fat loss journey. Um, And this could be a little bit of a prep before you start your fat loss journey or it could be whilst you're on your fat loss journey and you might have found yourself in a bit of a blip um, or lacking a bit of motivation and this podcast is designed to get you thinking and shake up your thoughts when it comes to losing fat and equally if you're neither of those places right now and you're ticking along in your fat loss journey nicely like I said this podcast will get you thinking and it will probably just reinforce the things that are already going well for you so There is a bit of something for everyone in today's episode. So as you guys know, I am a coach. I coach hundreds of women, or I have coached hundreds of women um, now. And quite often when I see people struggling or I see people not getting the results they wanna get, it's for one of these five reasons. Um, Or these are one of the most common things that come up or where I see people go wrong when it comes to losing fat. So the first thing I want to talk about today is setting goal weights. And I mean goal weights, not in terms of the gym or dumbbells that you're lifting. I mean in terms of the scales. Now, I have spoken about the benefits and disadvantages of setting goal weights in the past. So I want to kind of come at this from a different angle. So a lot of the time, especially when people start out and they don't realise the benefit of living this lifestyle, someone will say to me that they want to be X weight. So let's say, for example, someone says, I want to get to 10 stone. Now, setting yourself a weight might be all well and good, um, especially if you've been that weight before and that's where you have felt good. Then I don't blame people for coming to me and saying they want to be X amount. What people fail to do is actually think deeper beyond that. So a lot of the time people don't actually want to be 10 stone. They want to be everything that comes with that. It's kind of like somebody setting a financial goal. Maybe they'll say, I wanna be a millionaire. 
they don't actually want to be a millionaire. They want the lifestyle that comes with that. So for example, they might want to fly first class when they go on holiday. They might want to be able to pay their bills with ease. They might want to be able to treat their family and friends. And it's all the feelings that come with or actions that come with being a millionaire that makes them want that goal. So when someone says to me they want to be 10 stone, I say, you don't want to be 10 stone. And they're like, Yes, I do, Lucy, all right? I do want to be 10 stone. You don't want to be 10 stone. You want to be what comes with that. So that might be feeling confident in the bikini. It might be that you don't want to be the fat bridesmaid in photos when your best friend gets married. You might want to be the one that... You want to be the one that's in the pictures rather than taking the pictures when it comes to family days. Um, It might be that when you go out, you want to feel good in your clothes and you want to be able to look in your wardrobe and choose from any of what you've got hanging up rather than just going for that comfy pair of size 12 jeans or that baggy t-shirt that hides the bloke. And the reason that this is so important is because when you get tough days, Saying you want to be 10 stone isn't going to be enough to get you through and keep going. You need to establish what the deeper goal is um, because that's what's emotive and that is what is going to push you through because it's going to be your why and your reason for doing this. So if you do have a goal weight in mind or you find yourself fixated on being a certain number on the scales throughout your journey... Try to think deeper beyond that because the reality is, is that is why you are doing this. Not because you want to see that number, but because of what comes with seeing that number. The second thing I often see is people seeing fat loss or their fitness journey, I should say, as something that you will finish or setting an end date. Now, don't get me wrong, there are always going to be periods of time where you might be focusing on fat loss. And of course, dieting is temporary. It's not something you should be doing your whole life. So it is good to have a fat loss end date in mind. So for example, some people might be working towards their wedding and they might say, right, by my wedding, I want to be in my best possible shape and then I want to maintain it. But what I really struggle with is when people see it as something they will finish. So if you are on a plan where you're exercising four times a week and you're eating three high protein meals a day and you're aiming for 10,000 steps and you see it as something that you are going to stop or you're waiting for that holiday so that you can go absolutely crazy and resort back to your normal life, you are not doing this for the right reasons. And If you want this to be a true lifestyle change, you need to create what I call a new normal so that you're not waiting to go back to normal. Because if you are, you're probably on the wrong plan for you because it's not realistic and it's not actually what your lifestyle would look like moving forwards. And I see this all the time. Like I will, and I coach women obviously to see this as a lifestyle rather than a quick fix. So When I get people sign up for eight weeks and ask me how long it's going to take, my answer is usually how long is a piece of string, which I appreciate isn't helpful, but I can of course give somebody an idea based on the calories that I set and the exercise that we agree that what you may achieve in terms of fat loss in eight weeks or what I would expect to see in terms of fat loss in eight weeks. But if you are only doing this for fat loss, it will never last. 
Because if you truly want it as a way of life, you truly want exercise to be part of your daily routine, you truly want to have a good relationship with food, there is no end date. Because you can't just sign up for something for eight weeks, put in the work, see the results, and then stop that eight-week plan and expect everything to continue as it is if you're not putting in the actions to get there. And like your mindset is like a muscle, right? You wouldn't go to the gym and expect to be able to lift the same as someone that goes four times a week. So you can't expect your mindset to continue down that path of uh, exercise as part of my daily routine and so is eating well if you don't continuously put in the work to get there. And I am a classic example of this. Like for me, it is a way of life. But if I suddenly started eating chocolate every day, and I mean, I do eat chocolate every day, but let's say I started eating a share of bag of dairy milk chocolate buttons every day um, and decided not to exercise, then that would become my new normal. And I wouldn't be able to expect the same body composition or discipline as perhaps what I had when I wasn't doing those things. So try not to see this as something that you will finish and actually work on finding a way that you can incorporate it into your life on a regular basis in a way that's manageable long term. Number three is self-belief. Now, obviously, when people sign up to coaching or even when they've only been with me probably a couple of months, they are going to be lacking self-belief because they've tried and failed multiple times or, you know, and that's built up the um, cycle in their head that this is what they always do. And I will often hear language like, I'll try, but I don't know how long it will last. Or, you know, I always go over two days and then this always happens. Well, do you know what? Of course it always happens because you constantly tell yourself that. And when you start understanding that the language and the way you speak to yourself plays a massive part in how well you are going to do or how long this will last, you will honestly change your life. If you're already seeing this as temporary, then you have no self-belief from the off that you are going to actually be able to achieve this. Now, don't get me wrong, you're not just going to start your fitness journey and all of a sudden have this belief you're going to do this. You actually do need to prove that to yourself first, but you actually need to go in with the intention of proving it to yourself rather than expecting to fail and waiting for when that happens. Because I always say it's not a case of if something happens, it's a case of when. Every week you will have things that come up that test you. Like you will have hormones like me this week or you will have a bad day at work or you might fall out with your partner and there will always be something there to throw you off and you almost need to start proving yourself wrong so you can start breaking that cycle. But if you are someone that always goes into a fitness journey with don't know how long this will last, oh it probably only lasts two days, then you're already going to be setting yourself up to fail because what you tell yourself and the language that you speak towards your journey really does truly matter. The next thing I often see, and if you're a client, you will know that recently this seems to be something that I'm focusing on and I think I actually read it somewhere not too long ago and it really put into perspective for me where people go wrong. And this is often true in my own clients' journeys. And the people that tend to do the best 
understand that for something to change, they need to change their ways. Um, The saying goes, what got you here won't get you there. And if you are somebody who constantly focuses on your barriers in comparison to your solutions, then you will never change or you will always find a reason not to change. So an example of this is when someone will say to me, oh, I try and do 10,000 steps a day, but it's just so cold outside and I just really don't like the cold. Or someone will say, I try to eat well, but I'm always working away, so it's just impossible. What people don't realise is, is they actually need to follow that barrier up with a solution. And I always know on an initial call if somebody is open to change because they will follow those barriers up with, but I have a coat and I have dogs, so really there's no reason for me to get out, not get out. And, you know, it's only a bit of cold, so I know that it's not going to hurt me. Um, And I know that in order to change, I need to be more active. Or somebody that works away might be like, I really struggle when I work away because I tend to go for restaurant food that doesn't have the calories. Um, But actually, there's plenty of choices I can make outside of that that would be better than what I'm currently doing. So instead of actually focusing on the working away being an issue or the fact that it's cold weather outside or all of the reasons that you might not be able to do something, you focus on the things that you can do in order to make those things easier. Because there's going to be certain things that are always the case. So, you know, if you're a parent who lacks time, or you might be a nurse that works night shifts, or you might be um, somebody that works away three nights a week, those things, unless you change your job or... (laughs) I mean, you can't change your kids. So unless like you can physically change those things, there is nothing you can do about them. So if you continue to let them be barriers in order for you to change and start living the lifestyle that you want to live, then you're not going to get anywhere because they'll never change. So what you need to do and what I do as a coach is I help people understand ways in which they can overcome those barriers or at least make those barriers easier so for example if someone works away a lot we will come up with places that they can go um, to find food that will fit their calories I actually even had a a client this week who works in London two days a week and normally she would probably just go for something like a McDonald's um, or you know, not really think about the food that she's consuming. And this week she went to M&S. So just small choices and small changes can make such a big difference to your fat loss journey, but you have to be open to making them. Sometimes we get so caught up in looking at the barriers that we don't actually take time to think of the things that overcome it. So if you have excuses that you make that always stop you from implementing something that you want to change, and this could apply to anything in life actually, not just fat loss, then make a list. Make a list of all the things that you could do that could make it easier. And when you start to look at the things that make it easier, you will start to see progress because you are open to changing. Now the last one, and to me this is the most important thing that you always need to bring yourself back to and you always need to get your head around. Only you can make 
the changes that you need to make in order to see results. Nothing frustrates me more than when someone signs up to coaching and I actually want it for them more than they do. And trust me, it happens. Um, And that might be because that person isn't ready to change yet. They think they're ready, but the reality is when it comes to actually doing the work, they're not in a position to do that work right now. And that's fine. But what I can't stand is when somebody will continuously make excuses as to why they can't do something and they think that signing up to the coach and getting someone to set them the calorie and the macro plan and setting their workouts for them is actually going to miraculously make them change. And if you have that view on coaching, that is not the case. If somebody is is more successful than you, it's because they are actually doing more of the work than you are to get to where they want to get to. People want to change, but a lot of the time people don't want to change enough to actually do the work to get through the hard times. And a really good example of this is if I have a client that says they're struggling with something and I will say, right, I want you to go away and I want you to do this, for example. I might set them a task that they need to do in order to start establishing why they're struggling. Will they do it? No, not the ones that I don't actually want to do the work to change. The ones that do want to change will go away, they will do the work, even if they don't really feel like doing it, and they will come back to me better with a plan as to how they are going to overcome it. But a lot of the time, people will be like, oh, moaning that they don't want to, that they're not getting results or that they're not feeling it, but they're not willing to put in the effort in order to change. And there are, it is going to require a certain amount of effort. The same goes with like partners or friends. A lot of the time people will blame the fact that their partner constantly tempts them with a takeaway or offers them wine or tells them to have the chocolate because they deserve it. Or they'll have friends that bitch about the choices they make when they're out for a meal and say, oh, why are you ordering that? The ones that do the best are the people that actually learn to overcome other people's opinions and don't use them as an excuse not to do the work. So, you know, your partner doesn't force that glass of wine down your throat or force you to ring up Domino's and order it. Um, Your friends don't order for you at the restaurant and and feed your mouth with the the burger that you didn't want to eat. Only you can make the choices. And yes, I agree, like having a partner that isn't supportive or having friends that are constantly doing actions that you're trying to avoid around you can make it very tough. But it is your responsibility to talk to that person and ask them to support you or maybe even remove yourself from that environment altogether and stop hanging out with the friends that constantly make you make bad decisions. Because If you want to change, then it is going to lie with you and only you can do the work. Nobody else can do it for you. So I hope those points have made you think they have. And perhaps if you are in a bit of a dip right now or you are trying to change, you can start seeing where you might be going wrong if you are struggling to get results or get yourself back in the game. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, please share it with somebody who is on a fat loss journey right now. 
tag me in your stories of where you're listening. I love to see it. I think I had one of my previous clients, she's in Australia at the moment, and she tagged me there while she was on her walk. And ah, it was just the best feeling thinking that somebody the other side of the world is listening to my voice. Um, And don't forget to rate and review guys. Um, I really appreciate all the feedback and genuinely um, appreciate every single listen or comment that I get. So thank you so much if you're here again for another episode and I hope you enjoyed it. I will see you all next week.